Crusade Channel News. News you can trust. Because the truth can be trusted. From the Crusade Channel News Desk, here's Janet Huxley. Good morning, Crusaders. Welcome to Friday, April 28, 2023. I'm Janet Huxley, reporting for the Crusade Channel News Desk, live from the Dothan Ranch and Farm south of Kansas City, Missouri. This report is brought to you by the Founders Trade and Post, featuring our very own gourmet coffee, Capuchin Dark Roast, in whole bean and fresh ground. Start your morning like a crusader with a fresh brewed cup of Capuchin Dark Roast coffee, available at mikechurch.com forward slash shop. Here's what to listen for this hour. Microsoft is hit out at the UK competition for blocking the company's takeover of gaming firm Activision Blizzard. Tucker Carlson breaks his silence. The LA Times denies allegations, but it submitted questions to the White House before Biden's last press conference. And NASA chief sees Russians and Americans together on space station through 2030. Microsoft is hit out at the UK competition for blocking that company's takeover of gaming firm Activision Blizzard. Our political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose explains. Microsoft has hit out at the UK competition watchdog for blocking the company's takeover of gaming firm Activision Blizzard, claiming it shows European Union is now a better place for business than Britain. Brad Smith, the company's vice chair and president, said it was a bad day for Britain after the Competition and Markets Authority, CMA, blocked the U.S. tech company's $68.7 billion buyout of the Call of Duty maker amid fears that tie-up could lead to less innovation and less choice for gamers. Underestimating Microsoft is a bad idea. Microsoft continues to be one of the most powerful companies in the world, and the thing that sets Microsoft apart from other tech companies is that Bill Gates remains firmly involved and able to influence not only politicians, but people in the news media and celebrities and influencers. For the Crusade Channel, I'm political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose. Good evening, it's Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson is proclaimed again to America in his first monologue since parting ways with Fox News. He broadcast his monologue on Wednesday night at his usual 8 p.m. Eastern time, time slot, when he would have addressed the nation from Fox News' Tucker Carlson tonight. But this time it was from his Twitter account. The conservative current affairs commentator and host revealed his observations after taking a couple of days off since his sudden split from Fox News on April 21st. He said, one of the first things you realize after you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country, kind and decent people, people who really care about what's true. And a bunch of hilarious people also, a lot of those. It's got to be the majority of the population even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant, trust me, as someone who's participated. He went on to say that big topics that will define our future get virtually no discussion at all. Topics like war, civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, and natural resources. When was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues? Carlson asked, saying that both America's main political parties and their donors have agreed to shut down any conversation about them. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. It won't work. When honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who have been trying to silence them shrink and they become weaker. 
That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon, Carlson said. The video of the now former primetime host received more than 5 million views within the first hour alone. The Los Angeles Times is denying allegations it submitted questions to the White House before Biden's April 26th press conference, despite a cheat sheet Biden was holding that clearly can be seen. Our reporter did not submit any questions in advance of the Q&A with President Biden, a spokesperson told the Epic Times. While taking questions, Biden held a paper with the name, image, and pronunciation of Los Angeles Times reporter Courtney Subramanian. The document also listed a question appearing to indicate she had submitted one ahead of time. How are you squaring your domestic priorities, like reshoring semiconductors manufacturing with alliance-based foreign policy, said the paper, listing it as question number one. Well, Biden called on Submarinian first, and then she asked, Your top economic priority has been to build up U.S. domestic manufacturing in competition with China, but your rules against expanding chip manufacturing in China is hurting South Korean companies that rely heavily on Beijing. Are you damaging a key ally in the competition with China to help your domestic politics ahead of the election? Seems the LA Times is as honest as the Biden administration. Our quote of the day Jesus Christ is all my riches. He alone is sufficient for me. St. Louis of Toulouse. And our saint of the day coming up, founder of the Passionists, he is the patron saint of Hungary. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. Hey, have you ever been told that you can't complain about something unless you try to fix it? Yeah, well, that doesn't really work on interstates or the swamp of Mordor, but it does apply to your kingdom, family, and community. So, get started on your broken Christendom contractor's license by making plans to join me, a cast of amazing presenters, and your fellow crusaders at our third annual For Altar Culture and Trade Congress, May 5th, 6th, and 7th in Arnoville, Louisiana. Get your tickets and more info today at crusadechannel.com forward slash congress. Our saint of the day is Saint Paul of the Cross. He was born in northern Italy in 1694, Paul Deneo. He lived at a time when many regarded Jesus as a great moral teacher, but no more than that. After a brief time as a soldier, he turned to solitary prayer, developing a devotion to Christ's passion. Paul saw in the Lord's passion a demonstration of God's love for all people. In turn, that devotion nurtured his compassion and supported a preaching ministry that touched the hearts of many listeners. He was known as one of the most popular preachers of his day, both for his words and for his generous acts of mercy. In 1720, Paul founded the Congregation of the Passion, whose members combined devotion to Christ's passion with preaching to the poor and rigorous penances. Known as the Passionists, they add a fourth vow to the traditional three of poverty, chastity, and obedience, to spread the memory of Christ's passion among the faithful. He was selected Superior General of the Congregation in 1747, spending the remainder of his life in Rome. Paul of the Cross died in 1775 and was canonized in 1867. Over 2,000 of his letters and several of his short writings have survived. He is the patron saint of Hungary. NASA Administrator Bill Nelson said this week in Ottawa that he expected the Russians and the Americans to work together on the International Space Station 
until it is decommissioned. American-Russian space cooperation was put in doubt after the invasion of Ukraine back in February of 2022. Yuri Borisov, the director general of Russia's space agency Roscosmos, surprised NASA by announcing in July of 2022 that Moscow intended to withdraw from the space station partnership after 2024. A day later, NASA said Roscosmos wanted to continue the partnership. Nelson, who is in Ottawa to help showcase the Artemis II space mission, including a Canadian astronaut, underscored the history of the U.S. and Soviet collaboration in space during the Cold War and said he expects it to continue amid the war in Ukraine. The collaboration on board the ISS continues in a very professional manner between astronauts and cosmonauts without a hitch, and I expect that to continue all the way through the end of the decade, when we will then deorbit the space station, he said. NASA has estimated it will begin deorbiting the ISS in January 2031. Send me your tips to Janet at CrusadeChannel.com. Stay tuned to the Crusade Channel with live breaking news updates all day and the best live talk radio anywhere. Up next, the Mike Church Show continues. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. I'm Janet Huxley for the Crusade Channel, seeking news and finding truth.